So we're now on the tail end of all of the book club podcasts. They will be going live, or if not, this will go out when they've all been live. But they're all now in post-production. So now we're thinking about what do we do from what we've taken, where we've taken the book club in spring 2019. How do we, where are we going with that? I think we got good feedback from students about how to make our recording sessions feel a little bit more organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's not like they're coming to have just interviews with us. But um, somewhere along the way, I don't remember, maybe you'll, you'll remember, we, we started thinking, it was towards the beginning or mid of the, middle of the term when we realized we wouldn't be able to continue doing the same books and the same book pairings. So right. one, of the, one of the first things we realized partway through when we realized, oh my gosh, this is actually working and the students are, the students are enjoying this, is we're not going to be able to repeat these pairings. Right. So, so, then what last, do we, so what do we do? Right. So last spring, some, some of the pairings for this spring and spring 18 are the same, but those podcast episodes were created and, you know, exist on teaching portfolios somewhere, but now we have them all organized mm-hmm. and on our platform, mm-hmm. right? Um, so one of the things that we did do from 18 to 19 was take out Shakespeare. Correct. And because there were there was some feedback that it felt uneven in terms of workload across the different groups and we um, reduced the, the groups from nine groups from nine to groups six to groups. Six. So our plan for spring 2020 is to continue on with six groups. I like the group size. Yeah. I think we had one, maybe two groups that were four, and then everybody mm-hmm. else was five. That feels about the right size yeah. group-wise. Anything I agree. Bigger. And I think when we had nine groups, we had some groups where the numbers were three. Right, and, and that's that was, too small. Yeah, that was too small. Yeah. So we're going to keep it at six groups. Yes. But... And I think we still need to think through the details here. So you're getting a first row seat in our co-teaching our, planning process. In our in our first draft, yeah, in our yeah, minds, right this now. is all going to work out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? This <laughs> Who is knows? where we this is where we are in May 2019. <laughs> right. So we'll find out where this goes by uh, by spring 2020. So our thought is to continue on with the six groups, where three of the groups will read Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. and three of the groups will read Hamlet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then from the three groups reading Hamlet, they will have three separate pairings, and the groups reading Romeo and Juliet will have, have three, three separate, separate pairings. pairings. So some of the possibilities, again, we're taking this out of Workshopping the Canon that was published by NCTE, Mary Steislinger. Um, some of the possibilities um, for Romeo and Juliet are Matched, The Fault in Our Stars, Eleanor and Park, Just One Day, um, Stargirl, and If You Come Softly. So we'll probably narrow that down and have a conversation um, to pick only three so that um, there will be sort of the mega Romeo and Juliet group mm-hmm. and then the three smaller contemporary text 
And then what are what are the options for Hamlet? For Hamlet, we have Tears of a Tiger, The Chocolate War, Monster, uh, The First Part Last, and um, The Dead Fathers Club. I think one iteration of what we where we're still trying to figure this out is how much student choice do we allow mm-hmm. in, 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 in this conversation? So in years past, we've done the first year we did book club, we assigned. Mm-hmm. This past year, they did self-assign. Remember we, the, we told them they could pick their group members or they could pick, pick their, their titles. And they picked their titles. And they picked their titles. So we opened up the Google Doc and all at once and everybody just... just woo. It was a circus. Yeah. Um, for about five minutes. For and about then... five minutes. And then it, it settled itself out. But as we move into the next iteration, if we're having the two large groups, so we've got Romeo and Juliet and have three groups, and then Hamlet will have three groups, how does that look for student choice? So maybe we take one of the feeds. So one of the reasons why we took Shakespeare out for this iteration, for the spring 2019 iteration, was there was a difference in workload. It felt to it the felt students. It felt students. like a different. So if we shift this up and we were now we're using that, taking that challenge and making it just part of the assignment. <laughs> so we're all going to be in the same Shakespeare mm-hmm. vote now. So everybody's going to get a chance to have the time to read of the full the full play right. in addition to a text. So what do we do with those other texts? What if maybe we have students who want to do or want will be looking at going into middle school or lower secondary, mm-hmm. uh, right? So nine, this is a seven, eight, nine, ten. Maybe we want to do some groupings with novels that are paired with Hamlet or with Romeo and Juliet that are focused on more middle school mm-hmm. texts. Or maybe uh, we want to, that's one option. Or maybe we want to do different iterations of themes because there's not just one theme in, right. in these pieces. Maybe we want to look at, so I think that's where we're going to have to revisit yeah, the, have these to lists and think about yeah. what are we How thinking. How we want to do it. Yeah. And then we're going to have to re, I think probably, and this is on us as as <laughs> planners, we're going to have to get a little bit clearer about our timeline because we're going to need a little bit more than, I think we give them two or three weeks of time to read their two novels. Yeah. We're going to have to give, I think, a little bit more time now. Maybe... Earlier on, they know which of the plays they're going to be. Right. And then still they get about two or three weeks to read their And I think that might be one of the ways that we can build in choice, right? Like, I think for me, Romeo and Juliet is typically the ninth grade introduction to Shakespeare, Hmm. right? So maybe if you are thinking seven, eight, nine, you know, Romeo and Juliet, if you ten and up then it's Hamlet, and then we can sort of tweak that out. So give them the choice of Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet, and then Hmm. maybe the iteration is, you know, once you're in that group, then we just pick a card, Mm -hmm. right? And, okay, now you're Eleanor and Park, you're Fault in Our Stars, you you know. Mm -hmm. So they've chosen the Shakespeare play, but then we assign, or maybe from there they can pick their, like, I don't know. They can we're pick their group members. It. We're working on it. Yeah, obviously. we're working on it. Um, yeah, and I think, th- and then once we've figured out how this is going to unfold groups-wise, the possibilities are wide open for us. We can, I think we're going to have to rethink maybe not just the podcast assignment, but like how we structure the time with each group. Because it's not just 
about that pairing. Maybe we have, I mean, this may get a little crazy, but maybe we have half the class come and we do an episode on teaching Hamlet, right? Or maybe we do a little bit more round robin or jigsawing with some of the groups, mm-hmm. right? And I think with both Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet, there are several film versions. Which I think we should integrate. Right. And I mean, so we talked about audiobook, but I think with those two big, you know, sections of the class, um, certainly film plays in to how those two get Mm -hmm. taught. Maybe Mm -hmm. not for the pairings or the mm. contemporary pairings but for the foundational understanding yeah. of, of of the plays and yeah. like where does that yeah come into play because when i do the shakespeare seminar we spend some time talking about using the films to help students and and pros and cons of that and you know how are you analyzing the play itself versus a you know a, a director's interpretation of the play one of the things that a listener may not know is the reason why we're taking this approach is because you have a particular expertise and interest in this area and have taught a class, a seminar, a 400 levels uh, senior seminar in, mm-hmm. in teaching Shakespeare. And so one of the reasons why I was, I, I wanted to make sure it was okay we move forward in, in using these two as, as the foundational text is because you're not going to be teaching this class in, in at least in the next year right. or so because we don't want to mess up the flow of students through there. Mm-hmm. But so one of the things I'll be looking to you for when we get to book club time is I we may need a day or two where you come in and do like a version of what you share in that seminar, like just to get everybody ready and up to speed. In particular, like a, maybe a specific conversation about films. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm really interested in arts-based pedagogy, mm-hmm. and I really love technology and education. I feel like there's so much overlap, especially with the multimodality and, and that piece, but there's not a lot written about that. Oh, really? What do you Well, you just Like, just the intersection of... Arts-based pedagogy, but then also technology. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think in a lot of circles, even though I know a lot of people who do both and who love both, there's not a lot of intersection, I feel like. Hmm. So this will be where... Blending it This will be where we end up with our next phase of scholarship, you think? Possibly. Where we're we're writing a bit more about. Yeah. The intersection of arts-based and... Technology. And technology. Hmm. I think... Yeah, I agree. I hear you. And also, I want to keep exploring that option of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Are there, if Romeo and Juliet and Hamlet are out of copyright now, but you could copyright an audiobook, are they free? Do you know? Or would... Um, I have no idea. I don't want to make... We're going to have to do some research on this. Okay. Because I want to explore... Yeah. Um... Oh, we're going to have to, like, process and unpack all of this with our students. Podcast episode could also be a dramatic scene. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. Maybe we have So maybe it's a different... That's what I mean. Like, maybe it's a different sort of experience altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, Which would be really interesting because I think that as we continue to add to this, I mean, we our initial plan was just the 15 episodes and we would, you know tackle it for the class but now I feel like we're addicted and we're not going anywhere so 
I think that that could be really fun to build up so that mm. if someone is looking for a conversation about two books, then mm. then that's what we did in, in spring of 19. If you're looking for a scene to play for your students, you know, from Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet that maybe came out of spring 20. Mm-hmm. I'm what, here's what I'm envisioning. And maybe this will play out, maybe not. Our students can come back and listen to this episode and hear us possibly planning what they could do. I'm thinking of those ra- of radio shows. Mm. Like, think about... Um, I can't think of the recent one that I that I was listening to, but the old... It's almost like the quote-unquote old-fashioned radio show. Mm-hmm. But we say to them, maybe that the we move into a conversation or maybe the... the the podcast assignment in air quotes becomes pick a scene that you act out or speak out or you right and it's, it's 10 or 15 minutes a high drama mm-hmm. scene or whatnot and you can do it either only with voice or maybe voice and you look maybe we ask them to look at sound effects maybe but then part of what we can do as a follow-up is they submit that as an assignment mm-hmm. maybe that becomes the new infographic i don't know i'm just yeah it out there or another feature and then the podcast episode becomes we bring them in and we have a conversation about their episode, what they or what like they, a part that, one, part two. Yeah, like a part one, part two. So why did you choose? <clears throat> why did you choose this particular Ooh, like moment? That. Right. Why did you choose this particular moment? Tell us about your process. Um, How did you decide who the characters would be? Exactly. Male, female. What would you do differently? How might you do put this into practice in your in your future classroom? Um, what is this? You know, this is a very different, right? You know. Part of, I think, my memory of, and again, this is what I was saying, we're going to have to unpack this with the students. Part of my memory of Romeo and Juliet is, and I don't, <clears throat> I don't have particularly happy memories of this particular teacher, I should say. I don't mean that negatively, but it, you know, it is what it is. But I remember my freshman year and Romeo and Juliet not making sense until we read it all aloud. I mean as a class and that was what how many decades ago right that's when it became alive so maybe one of the things maybe it was that, meant to be performed yeah, exactly it wasn't meant to be yeah. to put just on paper written and in a book. Yeah. so maybe that's one way we can continue to look at how it could show up I don't know maybe yeah or we do a or we you know continue on in this same mode where we bring in each group and we talk about a particular theme that shows up from Romeo and Juliet and Eleanor and Park or Hamlet and uh, what was one of the connections? Monsters. Um, monster, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, monster. <clears throat> Maybe, but I think it's, yeah, I think it's interesting. As soon as we, if people remember, the where book club started was, it was kind of just an assignment out there. The podcast was just floating out in space in the syllabus. And then what we also realized was we needed some grit. We needed some content mm-hmm. to like feed and fuel our lesson plans. And right, because the lesson plans were just like, like write a lesson write plan about anything. So now it feels like we're like we're kind of growing up, like the original book club idea, and now we're like, ooh, but now we're shifting into like looking at Shakespeare and then looking at different novels into, mm-hmm. and I think eventually, I don't think it'll happen this term, but then for me, and I think you and I've mentioned this before, eventually this may show up as like, instead of being connected to a novel, maybe it's a whole subsection of poetry. Mm-hmm. Right or other forms of, of literature that where we're pushing the boundaries of uh, 
what we uh, of literature and teaching literature right. and <clears throat> teaching with technology because you know book club is really cool and innovative but it's still a basic we're focusing mm-hmm. on a novel not short stories or mm-hmm. poetry or other forms of dramatic interpretation right? right we could do a whole class Dr. Schmidt on musicals right <laughs> Hamilton and Rent and those as, as yeah. sources of literature, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. I like them. I like the move. I will say this as a co-teacher, I would not do this on my own. I would not. Mm-hmm, I would not. Like my background and training is in middle grades, mm-hmm. language arts. So we never even crossed the threshold of. Into, into Shakespeare. So I, I have, like, no training in, in teaching it. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a good teacher. I could do right. it. But I will be leaning on you as my colleague. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if it was you and I, if it was just me teaching this class, I would probably not rethink book club in this way. So that's part of the reason why this, why I think this works and why this is special. Yeah, and I think that's... I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast if it wasn't for oh, your good. specialty. No. So, so I think because we're, I'm a nerd and we're like to <laughs> sitting at it with audio. We make a good we make a good team. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be interesting. I think I wish I know it's hard, but it's almost like I w- we're the only ones who get to experience the differences in the terms. I wish the students could experience. Well, I think it'll be documented now. You're right. Right? So from this point at least. If people want to come, you can come back and listen. Yeah. All right. So that's our initial planning and our post-game analysis from Spring 2019 book club and looking into the future. We'll just have to see uh, what happens because over the next six months as we're doing other podcast episodes and other research to see what happens with the book club. I'm pretty sure we're headed in in this direction, but how that actually plays out. We'll just have we'll to wait. Never know. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, we we will we know. Will, we will know. We'll, we'll know. We'll know eventually. in spring. <clears throat> so thanks for listening. Um, you can find us on Apple, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, um, and keep listening. We're going to keep pushing out episodes. <laughs>